Hello and welcome to Pandemic Podcast, a podcast from Deccan Herald in which we focus on COVID-19 and the news around it. I'm your host Dhania Tanpuvaya. Let's take a quick look at this morning's news highlights. It's the 58th day of the COVID-19 lockdown in India. At the time of recording this at 7 a.m. on May 21st, Thursday, data maintained by Deccan Herald shows that the number of COVID-19 cases in India is close to 1,12,000. Wednesday saw 5,261 new cases. Maharashtra is nearing the 40,000 mark with more than 2,100 cases on Wednesday. However, the state is preparing to reopen the industries and resume normal life with political leaders meeting each other and discussing strategies to enable this. Tamil Nadu now has 13,191 cases, 743 of which were registered on Wednesday. Gujarat has crossed 12500 cases and 749 deaths Delhi crossed 11000 cases back home Karnataka saw a rise of 67 cases on Wednesday taking the tally to 1462 Among other states Madhya Pradesh and Uttar Pradesh have crossed the 5000 mark Uttar Pradesh is looking at an exponential increase in COVID-19 cases as returning migrant workers have pushed the COVID-19 tally in Uttar Pradesh to beyond 5000 mark. According to sources, so far over 700 migrant workers who returned to the state from different parts in the country in the past few days have tested positive. Even though people arriving in Shramik special trains were screened, lakhs of migrant workers who reached UP by foot or trucks were not screened and now cases are set to increase. Bihar and Odisha are the northern states where cases seem to be increasing rapidly. Odisha has crossed 1000 cases while Bihar has crossed 1600 cases after the migrant influx through Shramik special trains. The center on Wednesday said the approach of identifying COVID-19 cases early was reaping dividends as nearly 40% of infected people have recovered so far and this sent a strong signal that the disease was curable. Health Ministry Secretary Lav Agarwal presented statistics comparing India with 15 worst countries to support his views. Pregnant women officials as well as employees with disabilities of the central government will be exempted from attending office during COVID-19 lockdown. Minister of State for Personal Jitendra Singh said that pregnant employees who are not already on maternity leave will also be exempted from attending office. A separate circular said that government servants who have comorbid conditions and are undergoing treatment for these ailments before the lockdown may be exempted from duties upon production of medical prescription from treating physicians. Our empty skies might not be empty anymore. Soon domestic flights will start flying between states. Civil Aviation Minister Hardeep Singh Puri announced on Wednesday that flights would restart from May 25th, two months after air travel was suspended. The minister ruled out leaving the middle seat vacant on the aircraft to ensure physical distance, saying that it was not a viable option for airline companies. He pointed out that during the one-day Bharat evacuation flight, no seat was kept vacant and passengers took precautions by wearing face masks and face covers. Air travelers will also have to download the Arogya Setu app on their smartphones, and only those who are declared safe by the app would be allowed to travel. As promised, the Indian Railways has released a list of 200 trains that will resume operations on June 1st. Karnataka will have seven trains out of these. Daily trains are Mumbai CST Gadag Express, Mumbai CST Bengaluru, Dhanpur Bengaluru, New Delhi Yashwantpur, Bengaluru Hubballi, 
and Yashwanpur Shivmogga. A train will run between Howrah and Yashwanpur five days a week. Tickets will be available only online. Advance online booking will start at 10 a.m. today. There will be both AC and non-AC coaches and fare will be normal. There will be no concession in tickets except for a few categories like physically disabled. Food and other stalls at railway stations will reopen but only takeaway food will be allowed. Passengers have been advised to bring their own food and blankets. Meanwhile, the Southwestern Railways has announced that two special trains will run inside Karnataka May 22nd onwards. Special express trains will run on Bengaluru Hubali Belgavi and Mysore Bengaluru routes and tickets need to be booked online. The COVID-19 has created a fertile ground for people to hurl racial slurs over people, especially from the Northeast. 300 Manipuri nurses quit their jobs in private hospitals in Kolkata and returned home. They were denied salary and faced safety concerns and harassment by landlords. A forum of 3,500 Manipuris living in Kolkata has demanded that the hospitals and the government address the issues quickly. A total of 1.9 lakh Kannadigas have applied to return to Karnataka from other states of which the state government has approved 1.26 lakh till date. A majority of those who want to return are from neighbouring states like Maharashtra, Tamil Nadu and Telangana. Karnataka has temporarily prohibited interstate movement between Maharashtra, Tamil Nadu and Gujarat due to a high load of COVID-19 cases being reported from returnees of these states. Since the centre relaxed norms for interstate travel of migrants, more than 1.1 lakh people have returned to the state and are kept in institutional quarantine for 14 days. It took a pandemic to breathe life into our public hospitals quite literally. The Karnataka government is equipping all district hospitals, taluk hospitals and community health centres with high-flow nasal cannulas and oxygen pipelines. Though assisted oxygen is helpful in respiratory distress, the state didn't have all its beds equipped with oxygen supply systems. Now the government is spending rupees 207.98 crore to equip 15,893 beds with oxygen supply. The health department on Tuesday floated tenders for the installation of a medical gas pipeline with a high oxygen flow system in 18 district hospitals in the first phase. Taxi drivers in Bengaluru have taken it on themselves to partition the space inside cars to prevent the spread of coronavirus between drivers and passengers. Karnataka State Travel Operators Association said they were inspired by the methods adopted by taxi drivers in Kerala. The transport department is yet to come up with a guideline for taxis. Senior officials in the department said they were aware of the benefits of the partition but have to validate it before issuing an order. Let's move on to DH Fact Check. My colleague Akash Sriram separates facts from fiction. I am Akash Sriram and this is DH Fact Check. In today's fact check, there have been two Twitter and Facebook posts doing the rounds. One is an image and the other a video. The image shows a woman carrying her infant child on her back as she pedals her bicycle. The caption of this image claims that this image shows the difficulties faced by migrant workers during the coronavirus lockdown. This image was tweeted and retweeted by several including Congress leader and former minister Randeep Surjewala. However, this image is old and has been used out of context. On a reverse image search, we found that the first time this photo was used was in a Hungarian blog. A Pinterest user claims that this photo is from Nepal. The Press Information Bureau has also confirmed that this image is old and not from India. The second viral Twitter post is a 
video of a woman sitting on the connection between two railway carriages carrying a child with a caption claiming that this is from India on a Shramik special train as the mother couldn't afford a ticket. This isn't true. On a reverse image search of keyframes of the video, we found that this video was first uploaded on YouTube in 2016 with the title of the video claiming that this video is from Bangladesh. Various fact-checking websites have confirmed the same. A Twitter post in Canada claims that Hindu temples pay rupees 8 per unit of electricity while mosques and churches pay only 2.85 rupees per unit of electricity. This isn't true and all religious places pay the same tariff for electricity according to many electricity supply companies in Karnataka. A screenshot of a television news bulletin reporting that over 100 nurses resigned at a hospital in Rajasthan's Jalwara has been shared repeatedly on Facebook and Twitter alongside a claim that they resigned because they were physically and verbally abused by members of a Muslim group at the hospital's coronavirus quarantine center. The claim is false. The screenshot of the te television bulletin has been shared out of context. The local nursing association said the nurses resigned over low wages and lack of protective equipment. That's it for today's DH Fact Check. That's all for today. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Do rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. We're also on Google Podcasts, Spotify and many of your other favorite platforms. Do share this podcast with your friends, family and on social media. For the latest updates on COVID-19 and other news, log on to www.deckandherald.com. Follow our social media handles on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. Check out our e-paper at www.deckandheraldepaper.com. To be updated on the go, follow our Telegram channel t.me slash News for instant updates. Take care, stay safe and stay indoors.